<laughs> Hi, this is Dr. Otto Jenke with the Empire Longevity Podcast. We're going to take a step into how you move. We're going to take a step into how you step, quite honestly. Uh, I met this gentleman, Chris, what do you think it is, two, three years ago? Uh, yeah, I would say two years, two, three years ago. Yep, you're right. Three years ago. Yeah. Uh, I, I used to work out at the uh, Student Life Center at Cortland State, at uh, SUNY Cortland. And Chris was there, got to meet him, uh, got to learn from him. Uh, and now he's at Old Dominion University. This is Chris Gutierrez. Chris, great to have you with us today. Oh, thank you for having me. Hey, first of all, how, how'd you get at Old Dominion University? How'd you get there? Uh, well, a little bit about my journey, as Otto uh, previously mentioned. Um, yeah, I started at Cortland. I was a graduate assistant for group exercise over at SUNY Cortland. Um, and I discovered that my passion was in campus recreation. So as when I graduated, you know, a little bit with co- after COVID had uh, ended, if you will, um, you know, I put my, uh, put my energy and time into trying to get back into campus recreation. And I found this gig here um, at Old Dominion University. Um, I had a couple of connections from the kinesiology department that kind of helped me get here. And here I am. How, why, why did you get into any kind of fitness whatsoever? What did you play in high school? Uh, yeah, so physical activity has always been a, a part of my upbringing. I played, I was a three-sport athlete in high school. I played football, well, multi-sport athlete, if you will. Um, I played football, I wrestled, I played lacrosse, I played basketball, I was always active, right? And even in college, I, I attempted to play football, but I suffered an injury. Um, so I had to kind of change the way I, I guess, change the way I train, right? So I, and the way I promote fitness, and uh, which ultimately led me to becoming a strength and conditioning coach, right? Um, I love sports, so I wanted to train athletes. Right. When, um, yeah, I started training athletes, found that it was great, but it didn't really serve my purpose. Sure. sure. Right. So um, that's what led me to becoming a personal trainer and just working with the general population. You know, I found that that working with uh, the gen pop, it was more um, it it was more rewarding to uh, to me, helped it fulfill my purpose. I was were your were your parents uh, athletic? Were they active? Uh, brothers and sisters were they active? I mean, how was that setting in the house? Uh, well, my parents not so much. Uh, my older brother he was a Division One football player. Uh, he played uh, middle. Well, he was an all state linebacker in high school and played Division One uh, football at Hofstra University. He was a linebacker there uh, for his four years and. Yeah, he kind of set the tone for my me and also my siblings. We all play sports. Right. Um, we all stayed active, stayed physically fit. So yeah, I would say a lot of this has to. Um, a lot of this is because of my older brother. That, well, that's join the club with a lot of that thing. <laughs> and how old? How much older is he than you? Uh, eight years. Wow. Seven, eight years. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so he sets a uh, a pathway for you and you follow that up. How did you know that, um, when did you know this was going to be your, um, something you're going to do for a long, long time? Ooh, that's a million dollar question. Well, <laughs> I, I guess it, <laughs> I guess it happened. These are the easy ones, man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's me about my journey. Wow. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So I guess it happened when, 
Yeah, when I graduated with my bachelor's degree in exercise science, I was kind of stuck. I didn't really know what to do. The traditional uh, route is to go into physical therapy. My older brother is is also a physical therapist. So I kind of got to see what he went through, the schooling that he went through, the job. And it's like, that's not for me. I realized that it wasn't for me. Um, yeah, so I got the opportunity to be a graduate assistant and learn a different side of health and fitness and yeah that's pretty much how i got into it what'd you learn what'd you learn um about working with the general population what was the eye-opening things that you you saw from that oh uh well some of the eye-opening things uh for one um they need to move a little bit more than they do currently um movement they, is medicine they, they, they move a lot more than they yeah. actually do i'm just being modest you know <laughs> <laughs> being modest but yeah they, we, need to, they, they, we need to uh we need to embrace and bring on this culture of movement uh you know uh there's because movement is medicine essentially um the Can more that more. you move the stronger that you're going to be they the more that you will be able to do, the more that you'll be able to do in life, you know? And I found that working with the general pop, you know, um, it kind of speaks to my, uh, that purpose, you know, I was able to help them achieve or get, get those parts of their lives that they've lost, right? Being able to doing simple things like walking right. upstairs, bending over to tie their shoes, picking up grandkids, Right. They were able to do that because of the training and the uh, movement that, yeah, that they did, that we did together. Weren't you astounded sometimes at the at the uh, shape that some people came in? One more time. Weren't you astounded sometimes at the shape, what shape some people came in? I mean, it's not shocking, not shocking. Right. I know you just take a look around. Yeah. What's the uh, so you work with the general population, then you um, you graduate. um and then you start working at Old Dominion. What's the focus uh, with the students that you work with there? What's the focus? What's your ultimate goal for them? Uh, we just want to provide services that will ultimately help them um, be physically fit, um, holistically fit. Uh, that's, where, that's where we're kind of trending towards, not just physically fit, but just overall wellness. Um, so we want to provide them with all the resources necessary for them to achieve that, um, holistic wellness, right? What, Whether uh, that is, I'm, I'm going to, cause I mean, I see students at, at court and stakes, I'm, you know, I'm right down the right around the block from them. And that, I mean, that's a phys ed. What's the, what's the, uh, OD, OD is, is a, what kind of school is it like a, is it like a, a, um, liberal arts school? Is it, what kind of school is it? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, I don't. But, it, but it's not something like Horton State where it's going to be a much not, more not much more phys ed oriented. No, no, no. So what kind it's, of shape do you see the kids coming in? Ooh, they're they pretty not. It's definitely not like Cortland State. And you know, I think I think I took that for granted. Thing that you know, a lot of the students the population there, it's very much a movement. Uh, the move like it's not as bad as it as it could have been or what I've seen, if you will. Right. Right. Um, here, the movement culture is not great. Um, people don't know how to move. They are, the technique is wrong. Um, they're just, they're jumping from trend to trend. It's, there's no, no consistency is what I'm seeing uh, from here. 
what are the, what are um, the trends what are the trends that you're seeing uh well a lot of it is like um some of the trends what trends so like i know that they're doing like the great question what are the trends uh, well, like right now we're, we have like choreographed classes and jumping into CrossFit and uh, what other trends do, do am I seeing, you know, uh, or just following like YouTube or Instagram, um, <laughs> those, those types of trends, you know, and I think that, you know, they're comparing themselves and they're, they're like, if I do this, if I do this, then I'm going to get that, but it's not like that. No, you know? yeah, not so. at all. Not at all. I think, yeah, we, I think we see it all the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and so you're working with the students and you, you give them an opportunity to get, get moving. Um, how much were you guys as devastated? Did you see uh, COVID de- as devastating uh, to th- that population as everywhere else? Cause I've seen it just be brutal. Um, well, yeah. Uh, a lot of our services, you need to be in the facility to um, take advantage of them to like reap the benefits of our services. And, you know, for a long, for a long period, you know, a lot of, we were all virtual, you know, so we weren't, you know, we'd still try to provide these services, but who knows how many, it, it was just hard to engage the students the same way. Right. And right. even now post COVID and, you know, we're back on campus, we still have different, uh, we still have like uh, mass mandates and rules that we have to follow. Um, but it's still kind of challenging to engage those students. Right. You know? So, so how do you, how do you motivate that? <laughs> now that's what we're working on right now. We're trying to provide uh, right. as many, well, first things first, I think that we have to figure out what the students are looking for. Right. right. Now, I think right now we're trying to, we're trying to create these programs, provide these services, but we don't even know post COVID like the student before COVID is not the same student that is currently here. Right. Right. So we have to, we have to revisit our, uh, I guess our master plan are and make sure that it aligns with what the student needs. Right. Right. Great article I read the other day out of uh, a journal of American medical association, Uh, Kaiser Permanente in California did studies they did BMIs on grade school kids mm-hmm. and uh, they did it from ages of five to 11, 12 to 16 and 16 to 18. And they found that the kids who were five to 11, uh, first of all, started off at um, like 37% obesity. And that was, that was in 2019 and in 2020, they remeasured them and it was up to 45% obesity. Wow. And you start looking at that and saying, man, we are so far behind, so yeah, absolutely. far behind. Absolutely. And, and we're teaching these young, young kids to be massively unhealthy, knowing that when they start that young, the opportunity for all those problems to be chronic is just absolutely astounding. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, 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 and it's, it's horrifying all at one time. Um, do you guys, is, is it mandatory? Do you, is is uh, like a phys ed or PE or motion or something, is that mandatory to be a student? Well, that I don't know. Um, to my not, yeah, I I don't. I'm not aware of that. Um, yeah, I don't think so. I'm not sure. No, I can't answer that question yet. It would be uh, that'd be a damn good, good thing question. to add on, wouldn't it? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, uh, our uh, our school system here um, 
the Corton City School, the elementary schools and high school, um, they have the kids in PE every other day. And you look at this and saying, if we're having kids who are going to be going up astronomically a mountain BMI, we got to get them in a PE, got to get them in some kind of motion class every single day and not just let them walk, you know, not let them just stand outside. You got to get them walking around. Uh, absolutely astounding. What's, what's the future for Chris Gutierrez? What's, uh, what's, uh, what's your master plan for the next uh, 10, 20 years? I know that's a, I know you just started, man, but you got to have a vision yeah. somewhere. Uh, I mean, right now I am enjoying being a fitness coordinator. I think that in the next, uh, I'd say 10 years, I want to continue to grow within this role and ultimately become like a um, assistant director of fitness at a college institution. Sure. Sure. Cool. Uh, let's go back to the gen popper just one more time because um, I'm, I'm part of them. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, how, how is, um, you see these people come in who didn't know, couldn't move. Mm-hmm. What were the steps you would help them take to start moving? Uh, the first thing, and I think all fitness professionals should do this, is you have to take an evaluation. You have to see where they're at before you can get them to where they want to be. Right. Right. To do that evaluation, outline their goals, and then you can create your master plan. Um, so, yeah, I think that uh, I'm sorry. Can you re- uh, repeat the question one more time? No, it's just a, what, what was the what was the steps you took initially with those people, the general general population, to, to get them up and going? Knowing that, I mean, you and I both know some of the people that you work with is, I mean, not being able to tie their shoes or bend right. over to pick up a paperclip or go right. up, go upstairs. Right, right, yeah. So yeah, I think the that initial assessment will give you a lot of information on that individual, and from there, kind of you. As a fitness and as a fitness trainer or a fitness professional, you meet them where they are and you just start to incorporate little bits of mo- more movement into their life. Right. 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 And from there, the more that you incorporate, the more that you challenge them, they're going to adapt and they're going to get stronger. And that's what I've done in the past. That's what a lot of uh, fitness instructors. That's what they, that's the way that they continue to. Uh, yeah, train individuals and uh, help them adapt and get stronger. It's uh, progressive overload. We, we talk about in my practice that uh, as humans, we are adaptation machines. And we're going to try to get you to adapt even more, a little bit more every single day. And that's, mm-hmm. that's what your body does. And it does awesome. Uh, big question for you right now is, oh, Dominion University, what's their mascot? <laughs> So I believe. Oh, um, no, no. No. So it's interesting you say that because <laughs> we are called the Monarch, right? But if you go to like an ODU football game, I believe we're like Lions or something. I'm, I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> still trying to figure it out. I know oh. our colors. I know our colors. What's, <laughs> like, what's, yeah, the, what are the colors? Uh, Navy blue. Navy blue. Yeah. Old Dominion University. Monarchs or Monarch? I want to say, let's go with Monarch. Monarch. Yeah. Wow. That's, wow. That's a lot going on there, man. Yeah. Uh, you had, uh, what injuries did you have in your past that uh, you thought were going to totally set you back or have you've had to overcome? Uh, well, yeah, the major injury. I tore my ACL, lateral meniscus and MCL. Yeah. So uh, I was, you know, um, trying out for football at uh, SUNY Cortland. And I went to one of the lifts and tweaked my knee. 
didn't think anything of it. Then went to go play an intramural basketball game. Went up for a layup, came down, snapped my leg, snapped uh, my left knee. Um, yeah, so I tore my ACL, lateral meniscus, and MCL. Did you know at that time that uh, career was done? Um, no. Um, you know, I tried. I was, I think I was twenty. I was twenty-one at the time, and yeah, I tried rehabbing. I came back real, really fast. I came back strong. But, you know, I just wasn't, I, I wasn't able to move the same way that I, right. I wasn't able to move the same. So I had to make a decision. Do I continue to, you know, push for this dream just to, to play college football or do I do something else and recreate myself? So I opted for the latter and um, yeah, I think it was the better decision. I think college football would have came to an end sometimes a few years later, and I would have, I would have had to go through this again of recreating myself. So I just decided to do it earlier, essentially. Uh, you got a you got a head start in your on your uh, future. Yeah, that's a, that's that, how much better could that possibly be? How how much better of a way could take something you, that would be catastrophic for most players, and you take it, you make that into a springboard. I think that's just uh, who I am as an individual. I'm a glass half and, uh, half full type of guy. There's always opportunity everywhere. I'm I'm a uh, buy a round for, the, for uh, buy another round kind of a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Great, I love that. <laughs> uh, Chris Gutierrez, so good to have you with us today. Chris, this is going to be our last question for you, and it's a big one that we always leave all of our uh, Empire Longevity guests with. Is that uh, we have redefined the the uh, definition of longevity it was typically done by marion webster's uh, dictionary as someone's long life which might be the most boring definition of anything ever but we change it to the act and intent of being so healthy that you leave something great behind by what you've done today what's that great thing you're gonna leave behind what's that dent you're gonna leave in the world um that's a great question i think for me i'm going to leave behind a more healthier society, or, you know, that's my, that's my goal. I want to help all of society become just better and healthier. Um, But I think right now for me, just to create a culture of movement. And I try to do that um, not only in my job, but I've also started, I do, I have my own virtual platform where I am able to meet people from all over the world um, and help them essentially create this culture of movement and implement that um, culture movement into their life. Absolutely. Love um, that. What's that, uh, what's that platform? What's that site? Well, from it's P3 performance. It's a business that I've created during COVID. I've been leading virtual exercise classes through it. Um, and yeah, I'm hoping to expand it to, provide blogs, um, information on how to just incorporate any type of movement. And I think with this position at um, Old Dominion, I'm going to learn so many different types of movement, um, yoga, outdoor activities that you can incorporate into your life. It doesn't have to just be going to the gym, lifting right. weights and going home. Right. Something as simple as uh, taking, taking a walk. You know, that's all that you have to do. As a matter of fact, ACSM, they have guidelines and they say if you move a minimum of 150 minutes per week, 
that's all it takes. 150 minutes per week. You are, it's, uh, you have healthy benefits, if you will. Right. You know, and that, that same, that same number, 150 minutes a week, uh, has been shown to, uh, it doesn't cure COVID, doesn't prevent it, but, it's, but people who move 150 a week, uh, dramatically decrease, uh, their opportunity to have COVID, um, and along with that, you're going to decrease your opportunities for cardiovascular disease, for diabetes, yes, for obesity. It's, movement is medicine. It's oh, it's movement, movement is medicine. medicine. Yeah. Uh, you should have uh, when you get in that t-shirt out. Because if you don't do that immediately, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go print this afternoon. <laughs> Soon, and you'll be the first one to get one. I promise. Movement is medicine, Chris. You should have that done. Uh, is P3 Performance is that a uh, is that a website? Uh, yes. Dot com uh is it not yet not yet not yet okay. i i'm working on i'm working on getting the llc and making it um yep. building it up a little bit more sure sure yeah. sure sure um you should uh you should have a site called movement is medicine too by the way I'm yeah working should, on that. we'll work on it. it we'll you work should. on it i'm gonna have the t-shirts done this afternoon <laughs> okay i love that love that you know you're sparking some ideas you know the, uh, uh, the, the the biggest entrepreneurs have uh, multiple streams, and that's what you should think about. Mm-hmm. Chris Gutierrez, I recommend you keep an eye on this guy because I think we're going to have someone who's going to be helped leading us for, listen, decades to come. And, uh, and motion is not something that's difficult. It's something that's necessary, uh, something we all have to do. And when we don't do it, uh, let's be realistic. We get sick and we get old really very, very quickly, very, very quickly. Chris Gutierrez from Old Dominion University is going to be wearing the blue from now on. That's going to be a good color on you, man. (laughs) Hey, thanks for taking the time out to be with us today, Chris. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Really, really. This was great. Let's let's connect many, many times. Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) 